I never had a plum or tuna fish Baby, no Let me try some new exciting dish Baby, no Bok choy, collard greens, pad thai So many foods I haven't tried I'm kinda scared to eat them I won't lie Welcome to Baby Mouth. I'm Jimmy Smagula. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at BabyMouthPod. You can follow us on Twitter at BabyMouthPod. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jimmy Smagula. Also, write into me at BabyMouthPodcast at gmail.com. You have a food nightmare, a food problem, a food question, a funny food story. I'll read it with a guest. I love getting your emails. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, very important, please take the time to just leave us a little review, five stars, write a little something. Thing. It helps so much. And I am super excited. This week, beets. I have never had a beet. I was looking at these beets through the plastic, and I can't even tell you that I knew. I thought they were going to be orange, and they're more like a dark red color. So that was already surprising. I'm also really excited about my guest this week, you guys. I've known him for so long. We knew each other in New York. We both did Broadway shows. You guys probably know him from playing Eric Beal. He's currently playing Eric Beal on NCIS Los Angeles. Barrett Foa. Barrett, welcome to Baby Mouth. Magula, it's so good to be here on Baby Mouth. You have a mustache. You're on television. What? I do not have a baby mouth. You don't? Are you, are you somebody who eats a lot of foods? Are you not a baby mouth? Oh, I... Okay, so I grew up on the East Coast, as you did, but in a in different. I grew up in Manhattan. Yes, you did. In New York City. So we were experiment. We ate everything. Yeah. Because it was all in our backyards. And mom and dad, like we had this sort of like foa philosophy, I called it, <laughs> where it's like, let's just eat. Let's just try everything once. And, and so, so we would never go back to the same restaurant. This is not never, but... Right. You know, we, like we'd always try a new restaurant. That's why I never had, um, we never had like videotapes. We never had VHS tapes growing really? up. When people, you know, when people are like, oh, well, I've seen Bambi and Sound of Music a thousand times. I'm like, I've, I don't think I've ever seen them once. I think I was like 30 when I saw Wizard of Oz. What? Like that kind of thing. I know. I, I, I think I was like 32 when I saw Mary Poppins for the first time. Wow. You're rich. I wasn't a big movie guy either when I was little. Like oh, we didn't know. watch a lot of movies. We watched a lot of television shows. Television. And a lot of musical specials. My mother would enjoy Neil Diamond. Barbara Streisand had a concert in her backyard, I remember. And her hair was flowing and she would sing memory. And we would watch that like almost every other night. We would watch either Neil Diamond or Barbara Streisand, the tapes. I want that life. We did not have a house full of music. We had a house full of food. <gasps> We had a house full of newspapers, and we had a house full of yelling. Oh my God, really? <laughs> Just everyone yelling at each other. That is, how many brothers and sisters do you have? I have one older brother. He's five years older. But we, but like, they're just like New York. You know, my mom, my mom is from Queens. My, yes. my dad's from Manhattan. Like, 
we were all just outspoken New Yorkers. I mean, I was sort of like a little bit of like the Buddha child, you know, everyone like, everyone just stop yelling and I'm nice, you know? It's just funny because I'm looking at you and you don't look like a New Yorker. If you said I was born and raised in Idaho, I'd be like, yeah, Barrett Foe is from Idaho because you're so, you know, you don't look like a kid who was like, you know, walking around 73rd Street. I've heard this a lot. And it's, it's it's, it's sort of a dichotomy that I sort of, I like that. I think that's sort of interesting that Absolutely. I sort of look like howdy doody and, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, yo, I'm from New York. I, I, I got the street smarts. I went to Dalton, you know, I'm like, I mean, is Dalton considered having street smarts though? Isn't that a very good school to go to Dalton? Yeah, but you know, you got, you got to walk to Dalton. Okay. All <laughs> right. Know. That's true. No, you had to fend <laughs> for yourself on the dangerous on the Upper, Upper East Side. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I have to say though, we let's talk about this for a second because my my I remember before going to school, my my dad would always ask me if I had money, and I'd be like, well, you know, like to buy what a fifty cent can- candy bar at the at the you know at the end of the day, right. and he'd be like, no, to like give to muggers, <gasps> and I'm actually not kidding. I got mugged up about three or four times. How old were you when that happened? You know, you're like. It's like a middle school thing. It's like it happens oh. to middle schoolers. You know, you're like sixth, seventh, eighth grade. You're like walking down the street. Yeah, you're an easy target. It's an easy target. Yeah, that's crazy. No, I never had any problems in New York, but I also am look. I look kind of like a cop, even though I'm a scared person inside. I'm very scared. <laughs> but you know, what I mean, if I put on a face and I look like a New York, like I could be an undercover cop guy. Like I'm a I New York looking guy. But I want to go back to the scared part because do you think that the scared insides? translated to your like fear of food oh ten thousand percent my mom's afraid of dogs and i have a 90 pound rescue american bulldog that is the love of my life has changed my life forever i am a crazy i used to look barrett at the cars that have those stickers that say who saved who or who rescued who Uh you know and it's a dog print sticker and i used to be like what the fuck is wrong with these people who rescue with the dogs already (laughs) you know what i mean like what are they fucking crazy dog guess what i would i would cover my car in stickers if i wasn't leasing if i owned a car it'd be covered in those stickers because the dog changed my life and your mom wouldn't even think of having a dog near her terrified of the dog forget a 90 pound dog with big teeth forget it you've come you've overcome yeah yeah and it sounds like this podcast is sort of part of that oh my god just the other night my boyfriend and i went out for mediterranean food you know we actually sat outside very safely very far away from everybody with our masks on when we weren't eating Mm -hmm. and he was like almost emotional because for so long, he wasn't able to eat with me at so many different restaurants. So we got to share a Mediterranean, del- and it was delicious. Wait, because of COVID or because of... Because of my food fear. Oh, Isn't wow. that wild? How wonderful that you're stripping this away. Oh, it's all, and it's really, I mean, this was my idea, but man, he is on board with it. Like he, oh, I bet. it's just, it's changed his life in such a good sure. way. Sure. Now, Barrett, I want to bring yes. up something because I okay. want to remember this story. I want to see if you remember it the way that I do. You are starring on Broadway in Avenue Q. Yeah. What year is it? It's 2004, 5, 6. 
It's 2004, 5, 6. You're starring as Princeton slash Rod uh-huh. in Avenue Q. Very important, yes. the slash. Both, and yes. I've never seen Avenue Q. And you're sitting at a Starbucks on 47th and 9th in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I come into the Starbucks because I live literally across the street on 47th Street. Mm-hmm. And I see you. And you're sitting there. You don't have a coffee. You have nothing. You're just taking up a table at the Starbucks. <laughs> And I sit down with you and you're like, oh my God, Jimmy's Google. And I come over, I'm like, hi, Barrett, how are you? And you were like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, nothing. And you said, come see my show. And I was like, Barrett Fellow, I don't have $100 to come and see Avenue Q. I don't have it. And you were like, no, 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 no. Come with me to the theater. I'm going to do something for you. And I was like, okay, Barrett Fellow. So I followed you to the theater. You know, we sat there for a little longer. We went to the theater. I hope I can tell this story. I hope we're not going to be put in Broadway jail. Your face right now, by the way, he has no idea what I'm about to say. I have no idea. You have no recollection of this story. Wow. Okay. I'm on the edge of my seat. Uh You take me to the Golden Theater, I want to say. Is that right? Uh Uh-huh. Yep. 45th Street. And they have a lottery for $20 tickets. Uh Uh-huh. And you can play this lottery, and a lot of people play these lotteries, these Broadway lotteries, and they get cheap, cheap tickets the day of. It's like a half hour before the show starts. And we were very, very hot. Hot. Avenue Q was always hot. He had won the Tony Award for Best Musical. Mm -hmm. So you go over to the gal who's running the lottery, and you whisper something in her ear. (laughs) And she looks at me, and I look at her, and then you go in, and you're like, all right, I'll see you after the show. And I sign up my name. And I give the card to the gal and she crinkles up my piece of paper. It wasn't a card. Uh It was a piece of paper. She crinkles it up and puts it in the Uh fishbowl with a hundred other names. Right. And this was a scam. This was a scam. She She picked my name from the crinkled up paper because it was the only one crinkled up. And that's how she knew it was Barrett Foe's friend. Oh, there we go. And you scammed the, the Avenue Q lottery. You know, the reason I didn't know where this was going is because I did not do this a lot. Like, wow. I, I mean, maybe a, a, like a few friends or something, but this is not like something that I was like, oh yeah, this was my like shell game. <laughs> like I did, I, this was, that was really like, you know. I you was must like, have liked me. You're like, I must I have did. really I liked like you. you. I wonder what happened. Brad, that's not true. <laughs> But can you imagine there was a scam? Now, I wonder. Now, of course, Broadway's closed. We don't want to speak ill of the theater, the American Theater Wing and Broadway. Of course not. They're closed down. They're going to be opening soon. But I wonder if there are various scams going on at all of these things. Now, have you been been called this a scam? No, it's a scam. This is a scam. This is a low-end scam, (laughs) but it's definitely a scam. I would call this like helping up wanted to see the show you were yes i was a member of the broadway community but at the time i was unemployed i didn't have a hundred dollars to just throw down so twenty dollars but barrett have you ever been well first of all let me ask you have you ever been in another kind of a scam like this have you facilitated other scams (laughs) if this is your (laughs) definition of a scam i feel like maybe i'm I'm like the definition of a scam artist Maybe I've done, maybe I've just led like a horrible, unscrupulous life. No, you haven't. <laughs> Are you, you're making me throw my entire life choices in doubt. <laughs> there have been no other scams that you want to publicly say you've been associated oh, with. You don't this have just, to, but it just this is the time to like get it all off my chest. Isn't yeah, I it? thought this would be a nice forum for you to come clean. Oh, if there were anything else you want to tell the people, I can't think now. Oh God, the pressure. We'll come back to this. We're going to circle back. 
we're going to circle back. Okay. So let me ask you though, have you ever been on the other side of mm. this kind of a bro? Have you heard of other Broadway shows that do? Cause all the shows do it. Hamilton does it. Wicked does it. I've played the wicked lottery so many times, which is hilarious. Cause I knew I would always know 12 people in the show and that I'd be standing there with these teen girls who, <laughs> and they'd be screaming, Oh my God, I won. And I'd be like, I am 34 years old playing a wicked lottery to try to see my friend who's understudying Madame Marble or some <laughs> bullshit. Like, what am I doing with my life? But have you ever won a, a Broadway lottery through a, a, a different scammer? I, I, you're just really trying to get the dirt out, but I just don't know if I have much for you. Um, mm. I don't think I've played that many. You don't play the lotteries. Well, here's the deal. You know, once, once, honey, let me just get out my, my imaginary cigarette. Please. Once you're on a television show, <gasps> then you're, you know, you start, you start being like, well, I want that house seat. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to be yeah. in the front row and I don't want to be behind the pillar, I which know. is what I used to be. You know, that's what but I used to be. Back in the day before, before you must've played Broadway or done TKTS. I mean, played the lotteries or oh, done sure, TKTS. TKTS. Yeah. The first show I did in New York um, was Godspell. As and you played Jesus. I played Jesus about, you know, four years, four, four years later, half the cast was, were leads on Broadway. Oh, yeah. We were like babies. And then four years later, we were it, like, we it all happened. Every single person. So we were at this off sort of off, off Broadway theater before we moved to like a more legit theater. Yes. I saw it on 34th street and I had to take an elevator up or go up six flights of stairs. Or something. Exactly. It was a five, it was five. It was above like a zoning language center and like a beauty, <laughs> beauty school. There's no theaters on 34th street. Like that's not even, I don't no. even know. That's and awful. This is back in 2000. Yeah. That's, it was called third eye rep and yes. it, we would be, it was so bootleg and the elevator would get stuck on the way up. But yeah. anyway, we had to like basically do our own publicity. Okay. So we they'd give us these postcards and we'd go to the TKTS line. No, not the cast. I literally be like, "Come see me tonight. <gasps> I am the star of Godspell that. in this." And people would be like, "Oh, but what is this?" And I was thinking about you know seeing, and I'd be like, "Don't see that. Just come see us." And then the TKTS people, whose their job would be, you know, they'd be they'd be paid by the shows to give out postcards for that show yes they would be like dude you don't we're not supposed to you're not supposed to like disparage the other shows you're just supposed to be like oh you just see my show but i was like i don't fucking work for anyone i just want people to come oh see my, my show God. and did it work did, were the audiences huge for your show you know it was like how how you know yeah. it sat 50 people 90 people whatever that was we got some people in there, there and then go. other times we had some other times we didn't <laughs> There were some small audiences back in that day when, you know, before like the fire caught, you know. I mean, can you remember the first time you saw backstage at a Broadway show? I was oh. horrified. I thought every dressing room, first of all, I thought every person in the show, ensemble, everybody had their own room carpeted with lamps and couches and like a, a station for, I really did. I was it like... Is- it must be luxurious. So unglamorous. The Phantom of the Opera backstage is oh. a literal dump. It's a well, dump. I was just gonna say I was just gonna say this because at Avenue Q we shared yes. the alleyway of garbage. Yes. With the Majestic Theater, which is where the uh, Phantom of the Opera was. So you know about going to work through literally an alleyway of garbage. Through garbage. To get to two of the most popular and amazing Broadway shows yes. that ever existed, Phantom and Avenue Q. Nope. 
garbage. When it would rain backstage at Phantom in the basement, they would have to put planks of wood. People are walking in Broadway costumes that cost tens of thousands. The costumes in Phantom are incredible. Tens of thousands of dollars. These women are walking on planks of wood like circus performers. Oh, like over the puddle? Over over the the puddles to get to the crossover (laughs) under the stage. They can make an entrance. I just read that at my alma mater, University of Michigan. Yes. Some uh, like undergraduate library, which they call the ugly undergraduate library. Oh boy. They found some like, oh, I can't remember the name of the spiders, but these, some spiders mm. and they had to like shut down the ent- entire library. And I was like, cause at first you're like, Oh, okay. They're good. Like pest control is on it. And then you're like, how many spiders Mm-mm. must there have been in some like dank corner that they're like the whole thing is shut down i just just like i'm just imagining like do you remember that movie arachnophobia i never saw that barrett but i know what you're obviously i'm not i'm not seeing because of your mother's son (laughs) yes i'm not looking at that but i've i've heard of that film i'm sure it's wonderful yeah it's Mm. i just can't imagine anyway so yes pests (laughs) now we're on the pests but the unglamorous side of unglamorous side of broadway shocking it's the it's the push pull of the glamorous life of what, what we think it is, yes. what the reality is, and it's that thing where you know when you're off Broadway, you're like, oh, if I can only make it to Broadway, and if you're on Broadway, you're like, if I could only be on TV, yeah. and if you're on TV, if all I could be in a movie, and it's that it's that you know we're constantly the grass is always greener, yes, always, always, all my always. life, all my problems are going to be solved once I just have this, and then you come to realize that that's not the way the world works, and. Happiness lies within yourself. I mean, look, one thing that has made me happy, and I say this honestly, is doing this podcast because it really has opened up my mind. Like I actually, when the pandemic is over, I want to travel for the first time to like what I think of as an exotic place like Thailand. That would be a place or Vietnam. That that would be a place where I would feel a little nervous to go because it's out of the comfort, what I think of as a comfort zone. Guess Mm -hmm. what? I can't wait to go there now. Like so many fears have been kind of alleviated because of this, the right word, allayed, alleviated. What do you think, Barrett? Alleviated. Alleviated because of this podcast, because I'm I'm trying. Now, Barrett, why did you pick Beats? And by the way, let me just quickly say, yeah, thank you very much. You have been a wonderful guest. You emailed me back four different foods that we could possibly try. You let me pick the food. Yeah. And this has been so easy and love. So I just want to say to the to the listeners, Barrett Foe, a great guest to have on your podcast talk show. Very helpful, extremely collaborative. I just want to say that. That's what I was going to say, though. I was going to use that exact word, collaborate. Let's collaborate. Yes, you did. What do you think? What do you want? What do I want? Let's, nice. let's get. We'll get. We'll get together eventually. So, and it was very quick. It was very fun. Beats are beats are controversial. Yes, they are. I have are. a friend who really just is like, beats are gross. I hate beats. I feel like when I was a kid, I was like, I don't really know what they are. I didn't really, you know, they weren't really in my house. Right. But, you know, when you go to, out to restaurants, you started getting them on salads. They started becoming trendy on salads mm-hmm. and beat and, um, like, beaten cheese, beaten, what, feta, not feta. What's the, what's the cheese? cheese that goes with? Beaten. I never heard that. Goat cheese. Like goat cheese. And, oh, like a goat and, cheese and beet, and beet salad. salad. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, on a lot of menus. And then I then started being like, wait, I think I like these things. And then I started, recently, I saw that there's this this brand called Love Beats. This is what we have now. We're not being paid by the Love Beats people. We are not. Maybe happy we should to, be. I'm happy to take a check. <laughs> 
But these are lovely. I have the Love Beats uh, packaging here, and they're just, it's beautifully packaged. You can I see, showing it to Barrett on Zoom. The, the thing with beets is that it's, first of all, you never want to buy beets and like boil them. I don't even know how to make a beet. Yeah, right? I thought Marinate I was going to have them. to, I don't know. I thought I was going to have to open this up and, and cook them or something, but you eat them cold, I guess. Yeah. So these are all prepared. They're all like, they're even marinated and they have some flavors. Um, so it's not just beet flavor. It's there's like balsamic or honey and ginger or whatever it is. Yeah. And you enjoy these. And you just pop them open and pop them in your mouth. A little, little, they're kind of bite sized. I put them on a salad. Sometimes I just pop them in my mouth like a cherry tomato. Right. It's they're sort of I I they they've made beets easy for me, and I thought this would be a good intro to beets for someone who doesn't have never eaten a beet. And because I have, you know, I have a couple friends that I'll say like, "Oh, I'm going to eat beets with Barrett Foa," you know, on on Wednesday for the podcast, and like. I have not gotten a good response, not from the Barrett Foa part of it, but from the Beats part of it. The Beats Why? part. People don't. People don't my friends don't seem to enjoy. Food. It's controversial. What do you think about? What do you think? What do you think is going to be the the controversial thing? You've have you haven't tasted them yet, but what do you think? Are you in my mind? I'm like, are they like a sweet potato? That's what I'm thinking. Are they like a sweet potato cut consistency? But they're not. Someone said they're like dust. They're like a dirt. <laughs> I would say not that. I would never. These uh, have been cooked. The first kind. So I have two different flavors. Let's get into the beets, Barrett. I have two different flavors. Let's root. Let's root around in the beets. Let's root around. Oh my God! The puns in the emails that you and I have sent over beets. If we, if you take a commercial break, can the outro be beat it? Please. There's no commercials on here, Barrett, because I'm an independent, all-by-myself podcast. I do the whole thing myself. Cue all-by-myself by Celine Dion. So these love beats, they're purple. They're dark purple in color. Mm-hmm. And they, 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 they look like they're in a beautiful package. I'm just going to mm-hmm. open them up. But I do, yeah, uh, people, it's controversial. People don't seem to love. The texture is a little... It's just different. I don't. Oh, it's boy. it's. It might be odd and strange to you at first, and then you're gonna you're gonna be like, "This is oh, it has like a bite to it, but a squish as well." I don't know. It doesn't have a pop. Doesn't have a pop. That's okay. There's no pop. There's no crunch. I am gonna try Barrett's bougie beets. These are kind of bougie. They seem. <laughs> they are kind of bougie. They seem like they're bougially packaged. You know, like but you know what I'm like. I, I'm gonna pay the extra for the packaging, the ease oh, of them. Oh, I just got a smell. Okay, but you're just not, now you're just smelling the the, the marinated flavor. <laughs> you're not smell. smelling the beets, really. Okay, What's the, it, what flavor did you? Oh, which this flavor is did the you? organic mild vinegar, and it doesn't smell good. <laughs> well, well, it's gonna smell vinegary. Okay, it's right, vinegar. Right, you know, right. any any vinegar open thing you okay, open. Let's, I don't really eat, okay, smell wait, a vinegar. Our shoulders down. Let's put our shoulders down. Well, no, I'm opening the thing. No. <laughs> My shoulders are up because I'm opening. I'm opening. I'm trying to get this open so I don't have to smell it anymore. All right, wait. I can't get this bougie package open. Barrett's bougie beats. Wait, wait. There's a little. There's a little sticker. Oh, am I supposed to do the stick? Oh, it says pull and reseal. Yes, I've made that mistake before. Oh, Barrett, I just, just ripped do- the whole fucking thing out. I don't, That's okay. I, I don't know from the smell. I don't think I'm going to need to reseal if you catch my drift. But oh, here we go. Pull and reveal. These are very bougie. I love that. Okay. See, easy. All right. Now wait. Now okay. I'm trying okay, to. Okay, just vinegar. Right. Just remember, you know, a pickle. Listen, is after sardines, I could truly eat anything. <laughs> I have some foods coming up that I'm just. Not okay, so here we go. I'm trying to this packaging. My god, okay, I got it open. All right, okay, 
Okay. It's so is it, do you have a fork or are you going to do a No, a I got finger? a fork. Okay. You think right. I should eat the whole beet at once? Because they're pretty big, Barrett. I think choose one of the smaller ones. I think stab it and then show it to me. Okay, hold. Show me your beet. Show me your beet, oh baby. Oh, God, Barrett. This looks big. Oh, that is a little. That's a little on the big side. Is it? But no. I, I'm going to. I'm going to say you can, you know, I'm going to say, I kind of want to You don't want me to cut it in half? I don't. I kind of want you to go whole hog. This is where the collaboration has now gone awry, because now he's demanding that I eat the entire, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Why am I doing this podcast? I'm going to eat this entire beat. Take that beat head on. Barrett, Barrett Foas, Barrett's bougie beats. Bougie beats. He was going to get these beats and eat them with me. I was. But then he had I, a problem. I, I'll tell you about that. All right, hold on. All right, here we go. Here First we go. time beats, Barrett's Bougie Beats, Barrett yes. Foa. Delicious. Broadway star, CBS darling. Oh, my God. Mmm, okay. Oh, boy. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Now, you're probably <laughs> tasting a lot of vinegar right now. Maybe I should have had you cut it in. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me now identify oh god why. i'm taking diet coke <laughs> identify why you don't mm, like there's it there's so much in my fucking mouth i want to spit it the okay, fuck I should, out I should have, okay Barrett. we still you know we have the other flavor it's going to be a completely different experience mm. <laughs> open minds open mm. mouths okay wait i'm washing this down with diet coke okay all right go for it take your time take your time okay that was rough was it that was really rough can you separate like the the the, the balsamic vinegar? Oh, of I it can separate from the mm-hmm. from the the, yeah. the the texture. Yeah, it's like sweet, mm. vinegary, mm-hmm. and then it's like a squishy, mm. vegetable-y. And you eat those just like that? Do you eat that mild vinegar flavor? Just a beat in your mouth? You enjoy that? I do. I do. Now, oh. people, I feel like it's. This might be something that, like, can you imagine, like, slicing that open and then, or, or slicing it and then putting it on a salad? Would that be more? I mean, I palatable? think it would be, yeah. I think it could be closer if I cut it and I had something to cut the flavor with because it's just it's, a lot. Yeah. And that's why, you know, it's usually paired with like a goat cheese or something. I, I, I probably pushed you off the deep end. Mm. But perhaps the next one. I can't believe I'm going to do another one of these. But. Do it. But now you know how to open it much Definitely faster. don't have to worry about resealing that package. <laughs> That's... Do you think your rough. boyfriend will, will eat them for you? No. I don't think no. he enjoys them either. Maybe your dog? We, we don't feed the dog human food, ever. Same. I don't feed my dog human food. No, ever. and never. But she will try. She'll try. Oh, my oh God. She's my always God. praying for a miracle. I'm like, who the, fed, who the fuck fed you from the table? Not me, I, ever. Same. Who fed you from it's, the table I this feel like, it's like I know. I feel like it's a get. They're just praying for some for you to drop something, and then that that's like, oh, you fed me. And she table. does. Like if I have a, a sandwich or something, and an, a little onion will fall uh-huh. when I'm done. I'll get up and put the plate in the sink, and then she goes over. She's like a vacuum cleaner. The dog. Oh, you. Do, I do want to say one thing. Oh my god. I. This is a baby mouth moment for me. I have a thing with onions. <gasps> you don't like an onion. I do not like a raw onion marinated or not marinated what are they called grilled grilled caramelized caramelized i love it all even pickled sometimes i like i cannot do a raw onion especially red 
Really? I love it. It ruins my entire day. Oh my God. People, no onions for Mr. Foa. No, I don't even want the onion on the plate. <gasps> like if it's like a burger and then there's like the onions on the plate and I just can just swipe it. I like don't even want it because it's, it's the smell of it. <gasps> it gets on my hands. It gets in my mouth. I, I sort of, I sort of maybe like the taste at the time, but the experience that lingers with me for literally hours just it's it ruins my entire day. I love it. You're here, you're the you're, you're you're I'm here to tell you. Wow. I love a raw onion. I love a red onion. Any kind of raw. I get the In-N-Out burger with raw onion. The, and they put a fucking ton of big delicious raw onions. Uh, Delish. Oof. Rough. The it's next rough beet flavor that I'm going to struggle to eat is honey and ginger. I think this going to this going to be a little mm. more palatable. Okay, they're still red. You'd think honey and ginger would be more like a yellowy golden flavor, like a golden color. Well, now there is, there are golden beets. Oh. So when you were saying that you were sort of expecting like a yellow orangey Mm -hmm. thing, they do come in that. And so maybe you were thinking of that. There's different kinds of red beets, there's yellow beets. Does the Love Beets company make a golden beet? I do not believe they do. They're going to have to reach out to me. They're going to reach out. We're going to be their new spokespeople for the golden beat of love beats. All right. I'm opening up the honey and ginger people. Why am I doing this? All right. You know, the thing is like, I already tried the beats. I didn't enjoy them. It's fine. The whole point of the podcast is to try things, not to force yourself to enjoy them. This packaging it's like they, they package this to go to the fucking moon, okay? It's not childproof. Is there any danger to young children in eating beets? I've gotten, I've gotten medication bottles open quicker than this. Okay, we're pulling off the thing. Here comes the honey and ginger. Let's take a smell. I don't smell anything yet. Oh. There it is. That smells like medicine, I have to say, actually. Medicine. It smells a little medicine-y. All right, here we go. The, I mean, look at this packaging, really. Are you- I want to watch you I open this package. This so, well, the next I never time have this problem. We're going to zoom the next time you have these beats because I want to okay. see you open it and how beautifully you do it. Okay. Now, now are you going to do a full a full stab <laughs> or are you going to do a half of these? Because maybe I led you astray last time. I'm going to let you choose, Barrett Foa. You seem to really have enjoyed telling me to eat the entire beat last time. I'm going to let you... Well, now that I sort of know what I'm dealing with, the sensitivity you... of the moment I'm dealing with... I'm gonna let you choose. I think I say I say cut it in half. I say oh, cut wow. it in half. He's being generous. I'm yes. gonna cut it in half. I do have a plate here. All right, hold on. Let me cut this in half. Very civilized. I know. I'm trying to stay very relaxed and zen. I can see. Oh my god! You guys should see his face going into it. It is just see, this is the, purple this is the through thing. and it's through. Like, but purple is beautiful. Here's the other thing about beets. They are very stainy. They can real really stain things mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. you sent me a lovely link you don't remember the portlandia link you sent me oh yes oh yeah we'll talk about that yes <laughs> i'm gonna try this honey ginger half a beet barrett okay. foa has generously allowed me to just eat half of this beet you're welcome america all over the world barrett foa not even oh, america. that's right 70 countries they love the baby mouth world renowned world renowned okay here i go honey ginger go. barrett's bougie beets oh god Mm. Jesus. Good God. Mm. No, it's not like sweet and yummy. The it honey? stings your throat. Mm. It's called it's flavor. 
Oh my god. Mm. And that's it's, called ginger the ginger. Mm. Do you like ginger? Are you a ginger person? I don't know. You don't even I don't, know. I mean, I like a gingerbread house at Christmas time. <laughs> this is oh. Okay. Wow. I have not it's converted so, you. No, it it's like. that's rough. That's like on par with sardines for me. Really? Yeah, that's it's not good. There's it's too much of an explosion of overwhelming elements. Yes. Okay. It's it's anxiety producing. <laughs> I get these that. Beats, okay. If you that. want anxiety, if you have low blood pressure, have these beats. Okay, oh. this is the last thing about these <laughs> these beats is I was trying to give you the flavored ones because I thought they'd be more palatable. Oh my God. But if you really just have beets without any sort of these balsamic vinegary sort of flavorings, mm-hmm. they're going to be sort of mild and a little bit boring. So maybe we should start you, maybe we get the, you the, the plain one next time. And the other thing is, again, remember, they maybe belong on a salad along with some other things. But you eat them out of the container, so people I do, enjoy them. I'm a them. crazy person. No, I eat everything. Not. What's another crazy thing that you enjoy? Oh, I oh I eat um, sauerkraut out of the jar. Never had it. Oh, we should have put that on the list. No, no, I we do one item per time. You can come know, back but, and we can know. do sauerkraut. Okay, sauerkraut, but not like, you know, um, for, like Oscar Mayer sauerkraut, like really good, um, refrigerated, crunchy, crisp, okay. salty, briny, mm cabbage pickled cabbage it's delicious do you like sardines i do <gasps> i just ate some today out of, out of the can yesterday <gasps> i opened the tin plopped them on a salad mixed it up and i shoved it all in my mouth it's oh delicious. my god well one of our guests the guest who i did sardines with she just started a tinned fish company oh i'm gonna send you all the information please do caroline goldfarb i love her I love a tinned fish. Really? See, like tuna fish I did? Not love. good. Love. What did you, you do eat? that with the mayonnaise and capers? I like a mayonnaise. I don't... Capers I should do. I just like sort of mayonnaise. And you know what? Dill is really good in... Um, wow. In in tuna. Sometimes at Gelson's, I just have them give me the like prepared ones. Wow. Really? Is that how you ask them? I do. At the Gelson's? Yes. Through my mask. Now, if you had a partner that was a baby mouth, do you think you could date somebody who was not an adventurous eater like you? I just talked about this with my boyfriend. Jimmy, I don't think if I had like a little like bird, I think it would be an issue. Like a little bird for a for a partner who's like, I won't eat that. I'll just eat a burger. That's and, me. And uh, I just, I love being adventurous oh my God. with food. I love tasting new things. It just, it like turns me on. How adventurous do you, can you get? Like, are you doing like eel uh, yes. sushi? I've never had yes. sushi. Brains. Yes. Will you do brains and intestines? And you'll try anything. One time I ordered I was in Portland and I ordered uh, pasta with um, tr- uh, tripe. And I was like, okay. oh, it's, and I, in my mind, I just got it confused and I thought tripe was fish. Yeah, that's what I, I don't even know what it is, isn't it? Isn't tripe a fish? Jimmy's Magula, it's stomach. Oh my it's, Lord. It's intestines or something. Wow. And I was like, what is it? Oh, and I had already like eaten a little bit. And I was like, this is not my favorite. Yes. Those kinds of things, I just, I'm like, you know what? Now I fi- now I tried tripe, and I sort of know. Wow, we should do an adventure food show together where oh, you I eat things, it. and I, and you just force me to eat them. 
is that what's happening now? Yes. This is a good. This is the good. This, this is, is the demo. The, this is the pilot. This is the demo. This is like the you know. This yeah. is the baby steps. Oh my god. The baby mouth. Yeah. Well, we could segue beautifully into my segment that I regret ever starting, which is called Acquired Taste. Okay. Many, many weeks ago, I tried an olive for the first time. These are the mm. Castelvetrano olives. I had them with Best Calb, who I just love. Wonderful gal. Delish. And they're, they were disgusting. I didn't enjoy them. Like you said, briny, salty. Oof. These really have... Now, these have pits. Now, do you enjoy olives on the whole? Love. Love all different olives. black green pits no pits pimento there yes there's there's definitely olives i like more than others um but that's what that's what an olive bar is for remember when we used to have olive bars oh my god but i you know i like remember garden of garden of eden in new no, york garden, i don't know what that is, is that what it was called probably no is it amish market amish market on ninth avenue yes that's where it was and they would have olive bar and sometimes i'd like get little variety and they have the olive bar at um at pavilions, Whole foods at pavilions, yeah, they're yeah. I took a picture of it and I put no thank you on the no, uh, Instagram because I'm not interested in that. But you hadn't tried them, and they're all so different. So even the jar that you're trying to acquire a taste for is you're just going to try to taste for one kind of olive, but they're very, very, very different. And you think so? Black olives are different than green. Yes, and the herbs that go in them to infuse mm. them, just like the beets, different herbs or different, you know, marinades. There's a different flavor profile. Do you cook a lot or are you just I, eating other people's cooking? I enjoy the latter, but during quarantine, I have started working on the former. And, and is there a dish that's like your special Barrett Foa special dish? I sort of like this like zucchini that I started making. Okay. I, rumor has it you've never had zucchini. No, I never had you? a zucchini. I, don't, I couldn't even tell you what zucchini looks like, to be honest. Is it yellow or brown? It can be yellow and it can be green. It's oh. more green. It sort of looks like green? a cucumber. but Really? Small. Yeah, and a little brighter. Interesting. But yeah, so um, fennel, roast it, just chop it up. You roast it with fennel and red pepper and cumin, mm. which is something I think you would hate. Yeah, I don't think I like cumin. I don't enjoy paprika. Do you enjoy paprika? Paprika is very spicy. I'm the enemy of paprika. It's a lot. It's uh, a there's lot. a restaurant here in Los Angeles called Dave's Hot Chicken. It's very popular, very famous. It's in all the you know, uh, incredible food articles and blogs and shit. Uh -huh. And they put paprika on everything, even on the French fries. Oh, I don't you know, enjoy. What, so it's too spicy. I just don't. Yeah. But it's, it's spicy in a way that I just don't like it. It's like a peppery spice, you know, it's like, a, right. But do you like spice in general? You know, I'm coming to like it more. Actually. I uh -huh. don't, I've never been like, I've never sought out spices, but I had chicken jalfrezi for the first time because I never had right. any kind of Indian food. It right. was so good. I had an enchilada oh, yeah. for the first time a few weeks ago. That is insane. I know you're wrong. I know you're looking around like it's crazy, but it's true. I just never had an enchilada. It was delicious. And I, I just feel like I love this. It's it's sort of it's it's like I feel like the world the world it sort of expresses itself in food, right? Yes. And in recipes and and the world is sort of opening up to 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 you, and I love that you were like, "Let's go to Thailand. Let's go to Vietnam." Absolutely, which when we... I've never been to, and people say is so, is so amazing, and I yes. love that that's like at the top of your list. Yeah. And to me, that's like one of the most sort of exotic -y places. I can now go to an Indian restaurant. I have still because I got the chicken jalfrezi to go because it's COVID. I still have never been inside an Indian restaurant. I've never been. I think because I read about your chicken gelfrezi adventure, <laughs> and I saw it on your list. I it was it sort of it kind of yes. 
ear wormed into me and I ordered Indian food last night and Jimmy Smugula, I stuffed myself. I was I watching RuPaul's Drag Race and before I knew it, I was like, oh, I can't move. I am so full of delicious, delicious Indian food. Delicious. Oh, so good. There's, I've been there's so many out. more dishes that you're going to enjoy if you like that. And, oh, by the way, yeah. do you believe in an acquired taste do you feel like you didn't like something as a kid that now you have acquired a taste for yes tomatoes interesting i had a tomato for the first time a few weeks ago come on you're, you're an italian person never no i no no i've had tomato sauce ketchup right but like you know br- bruschetta 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 you get the little toast with the tomatoes and onions yeah. i enjoyed that but i would scrape the tomatoes and onions off oh you would but now yeah. will you no, because now the tomatoes, it just kind of tasted like a little flavor, but mostly watery. It was good. Sure. I mean, there's vinegar in there, sort of the, a similar thing to what's going the on tomatoes. with the beets. Oh, God, it was not similar to the beets. Come on, Barrett. Stop it already with your bougie beets. I have to eat this olive. I owe it to my listeners. There are people that are doing this along with me. They're posting on Instagram their Aww. attempts at trying to acquire taste for olives and different solidarity. things. Olive I really solidarity. enjoy it. I, I see you all. I see your Instagram posts. Thank you. I, I feel the love, and I'm going to keep on trying these olives. It's good for me. Why not? I got it. And because I've tried so many now, I've got to really reach down into the salty oh. brine. Here I go, olive with yeah. Barrett Foa for the acquired taste segment. Let's see if I enjoy it anymore this week. Now, listen, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. I took two bites. As you can hear, I'm not going berserk. No, I'm and not your going... face was very relaxed. My face was very relaxed. So now, but I have to say, I don't know if that was the horror of the beat. <laughs> Made everything mild in comparison. That now I could probably eat a plate of sardines. I don't know. But these olives... I wouldn't say that I'm going to sit around and snack on them, but hmm. coming around, they're not, there's a sweet taste to them that I never tasted before. There's something happening with these olives. Okay. You know, I want to tell you a story. My dad, who is as old as my dad is, he started (laughs) taking piano lessons about seven years ago. How wonderful. Unteaching himself the rock and roll piano. He taught himself when he was a, like a teenager and it was sort of a parlor trick he could you know do like johnny be good and it was sort of very fancy but it wasn't like technically quote-unquote correct and he's like i want to take lessons he unlearned what he'd been doing for a gajillion years and then has relearned rock and roll piano and then he's like i feel like my voice needs to come up he started taking voice lessons with my voice teacher and he takes two lessons a week voice and three lessons a week piano he just bought himself a setup with a microphone a little madonna mic oh my god a a feedback thing so he can hear himself better he is living he talks about it all the time he's like new orleans new orleans rock and roll versus versus the uh the classical dude and i'm learning this just did you hear do you hear this bass line is different than this walking bass line is different than the rhythm but i'm like this is great dad but what i'm saying is the whole old dog new tricks thing yeah like he's you know, he's in his 70s and he is... He has a new passion for these and things. And he loves it. He's learning new things. He's wow. unlearning and learning. And I think you can absolutely learn to love an olive, a beet. A be- but here, I do want to say something about this. 
I want to say something about your face because we were talking about your face. Talk about my face. But it, but the face that you made before ingesting uh, those beets reminded me of my nephew's face. Oh boy! When we would be like, try this thing. The thing would be approaching his face. He had no idea what it was. He had never heard of it. He had no context for it. History. It was whatever food he had never tasted because he was a kid. And he would make this face before he even went into his mouth. Now this, now he's ten, but this was like when he was five, six, seven. Like you know, he, <laughs> you know, he wasn't a baby. I mean, it's called baby mouth for a reason. I, I, right, you know. But it's like I'm like Luke. You're putting out the energy of not liking it before yeah. it's even near in your mouth, so you can't even like judge I know, it I fairly. Know, I know. Like your your muscles are contracting around it i am trying i'm not an expert at this yet i'm trying my best what i'm saying is what i'm saying is i feel like when i saw the ease in your face when you were ingesting the olive for the whatever time yes like that's sort of what i want you to bring to all the new things that's good no you're right because maybe you're sort of defending yourself before it even comes into your orbit i think that there's an issue with the way the beats looked initially because they were purple and not what i thought they were going to be and then i think there was also an issue with the smell that came out of the impossible packaging um i think when that hit my nose i was like oh boy so I, I, you're right. You're right. But I did, but I, 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 you know, I always, I do want to enjoy these foods. I really do. But I can I, tell. And I love that. But there's also, I think a real, there, there's something really good about also saying, you know what? I've tried beets. I don't like them. And that's okay yeah. too. There's nothing, there's nothing yep. wrong with saying, you know what? Are there, uh, that I don't like raw onions. I just don't like them. I don't want yeah. them on my plate. I don't want them on my salad. I don't enjoy them. Personally, I love them, but you don't like them. It's okay. Yeah. You've tried them. I have. It takes all kinds. There you go. We're wonderful, diverse, adaptable human beings. We have our preferences, but we can adapt. We can be cold. We can be hot. Oh, it my can be God. Rainy. We can have beets. We can have olives. We can have sardines. We can have tripe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Barrett, I have an email from a listener, and I want to talk to you about it. Okay. Before we go. This email, they, they wrote into babymouthpodcast at gmail.com, and it says this, Dear Jim, I have thoroughly enjoyed binge listening to your podcast. Your thrill over new foods never fails to make me grin like an idiot. Well, that's fun. Now my point. You talked about having to change your diet for your health. That's true, by the way, because, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I got diabetes. I was diagnosed with diabetes like five years ago. So I really cut down on what I eat. I've lost 60 pounds, the whole thing. Good for you. 60 pounds. I know it's a lot. It's good, though. I have had a similar experience. In the midst of the horror that has been the pandemic, I've been put on a strict diet for health reasons. No grains, dairy, eggs, tomatoes, potatoes, pasta, joy, or happiness. (laughs) I've tried to introduce some foods back, doctor advised, but have been met with pain and toots that could propel me through space. Okay. My question is, when food is so tied to family and friends and love and joy, how do I keep the happiness and community of food? Thanks, Bronwyn. It's mm. actually signed thanks B, and then it says Bronwyn. So B, Bronwyn. First of all, I want to just say, I bet Bronwyn has a lot of friends because she seems like someone who's willing to share 
a mm. lot about herself. And I appreciate that. That's a good listener email. If you're going to write in, feel free to share things about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> now, Barrett, mm-hmm. how, what advice do you have when food is so tied to family and friends and love and joy? It sounds like you were raised in a, in a household that was very kind of food centric and the feeling of family and community came from food. When you have some kind of a dietary restriction, how Uh do you think that you can keep that kind of alive? I think that you're actually going to be the expert on this. Probably. Because we know that you don't eat a lot of food, Mm -hmm. but we also know that you're very good company. Oh, thank you. That you like to have people around you. Love you it. like to um, gather community. Yes. And so food, yes, while it plays a part, has not held you back. Mm-hmm. No. From, from these, from these, from gathering. Yes. While it's an important part or it can be an important part. It's, you're like, I'm going to order the omelet with the ham and the cheese and we'll be done with it. Yeah. And I'll still be here with you and be, so I think, don't lean on that. Don't mm-hmm. depend. You know, we don't want to depend on anything, right? We yeah. want to. We want to do what we need to do. And if there's health reasons, if there's, you know, toot reasons, <laughs> then then we, you know, we're like, you know, I still get to see you. I still get to gather yeah. and break quote unquote bread with you, even though it's you know, gluten free bread. It's important to remember, I think, that the feeling of community and family is never really about what you're eating. It's just about mm. the fact that you are eating. Mm-hmm. Now, if she, if Bronwyn is suggesting that maybe in her household, she's not able to eat the same foods as other people. So she's not, she's not comfortably gathering with other people because they're saying like, Hey, come on over. We're having a lasagna and she can't eat cheese, meat, whatever. Maybe you bring your own little prepared meals, you You know, you could bring, but the feeling of community, love, safety, friendship, none of that stuff is actually dependent on what you're eating. It's just that you are eating and breaking bread together i think i think i think that's the key i it's think that's my sort of experience it. i think you just said it i remember mm. bringing it back to broadway in the full monty i would take the one train home to houston street i lived down in soho and there's a mcdonald's express on the corner of houston and seventh avenue it's still there i'm sure and i would go in there every night after the full monty and order two triple cheeseburgers and a large fry to the point wow. where the guy behind the counter, I would walk in and he'd go, two triple cheeseburgers and a large fry. And one night I said, no, actually, I think I'm good. And I never went back there again because I thought, this is insane. The guy yeah. at McDonald's knows who I am. I can't let this happen. Now, I wound up going somewhere else and eating other bad things. But, you know, I think that you you can make adjustments for your health. You can make adjustments for what you eat. And still, you know, what is the thing that's really missing? If you're getting the sense of love and joy out of eating particular foods, you got to think about why that is and how can you find love and joy in your life? You know, for me, a big part of it was rescuing my dog, believe it or not. I love that. I got love, I love and that. joy and reciprocated love from mm-hmm. this animal and having to put something before myself every day. For the first time in my life. But also, do you think that now that you're opening yourself up to different foods and like sort of like a balanced, more like a rainbow of foods instead of sort of one color, one or two colors, you're painting with like a larger palette and you're not sort of like 
looking to the food to, 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 to fill that void. Absolutely. You're, it's just that diversity and that, yes. that fear that it's, I mean, it's really sort of all about fear, right? Oh and my safety. God. And comfort. It's the comfort, comfort of the chicken parm, the comfort of the mashed potatoes, the comfort of the cheeseburger, as opposed to trying the Mediterranean wrap that I'm just not sure how this is going to be. How is it going to make me feel when I eat that? Am I going to feel comforted? Am I going to feel happy? Or am I going to feel like, mm, this is fine. I don't like it. But this. also, why are you looking to that? Exactly. For, like, exactly. Why do we look to that for the comfort? Exactly. You're like, I just need some food. Is food. This is gas. This is this Yes, is it's fuel. You think fuel. about athletes. I mean, someone told me once, think of food as fuel. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I've never ever in my life thought of food as fuel ever never what do you think of it as comfort love certainly love certainly wow. love oh my god isn't absolutely it so funny what it's isn't it so funny how we replace things for things oh yeah like whether it be instagram or a like or a yeah this money this it, it's and i yeah. this is sort of, sort of how we started this podcast but and this is why I, this is why i meditate and this is this is why it lies within you and it lies within me I think that's a perfect place to stop. I love it. And I, and I, and I agree with that completely. Mm-hmm. Barrett Foa, thank you so much for bringing me your bougie beats on Baby Mouth. I just can't stop the B alliteration. Barrett's bougie it's, it's beats. It's so funny because I was about, literally about to say bliss is, bliss is your birthright. <laughs> I can't stop. Bliss is your birthright with Barrett's bougie beats. Bliss is your birthright with Barrett's bougie beats on Baby Mouth. Barrett... Love it. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jimmy Spindola. All right, everybody. Now it's time to bring on the real star of my show, my mother, Lois. Let's hope she can get into this Zoom room. You just never know. Here she comes. Hi, Mom. Hi, Jim. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, good. Oh, I'm great. What's going on over there in New Jersey today? Anything exciting? No, but I we got our second shot, so we're well on our way. Well, that's it. You are on your way. I think you you're you're supposed to wait fourteen days after the shot to oh. be fully vaccinated. Did you get Pfizer or Moderna? Pfizer. Oh, good. Well, then I think you're pretty much almost ready to go. Yeah, just about. That's incredible. And now you could probably go like inside of a restaurant if you want to eat, go shopping. I know, but I don't feel like going in restaurants yet with your mask and whatever. Yeah, but you could go to TJ Maxx. Oh, yes, I can go shopping. Go to ShopRite. ShopRite? <laughs> When's the last time you were in ShopRite? Oh, God, I went once right before Christmas, but that was it. Good. You could go. You could go tomorrow if you wanted to go this weekend. Yeah, I know. You still have to wear a mask. Oh, yes. You have to wear a mask and, and social distance. Now, is ShopRite in Lyndhurst the only grocery store? Because we used to go to Food Town sometimes. No, they're, they're Stop and Shop. I've gone there a, few, a couple times in Lyndhurst. And there's another shop. Uh, they opened another shop right in Wallington. I've been in there. But mostly I just go to Lynnhurst because it's not far. Do you like that shop, right? Or you think it's too high, too highly priced? Or do you enjoy it? Oh, no. The prices are good. Oh, prices good. are good. But uh, no, I like ShopRite. And plus, I like it because I know where everything is in the store. ShopRite seems to be the lowest prices on most of the items. Yeah. Anywhere else you feel like you're going to go now that you have the vaccine? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Where do you want to go? 
nowhere, really. I just take it day by day. Yeah, it's just good to know now if you got COVID, you're not going to die from it. I know. And uh, plus, we didn't get any reaction from the second shot. Yeah, it seems like if you're older, it seems like older people don't get a reaction. Yeah. Yeah, it seems that way. But, but you had to wait a long time to get the second shot. Yeah, it was all mixed up that Saturday. We were there three hours. Well, that's okay. Well, wasn't that okay? Because the, the wind was blowing and it was freezing. And we had to stand outside in line. <laughs> it's too bad they don't have drive through I know, but they don't. Yeah. Well, this week Uh-oh. I did with my friend Barrett Foa. He was on Broadway in a couple shows. And now he's on NCIS Los Angeles. Do you ever watch that show? No. Okay. Do you know who's on it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mark Harmon. Do you know who that is? Well, yes, I know Mark Harmon. What do you know him from? Uh, he was on another show. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what show, but I remember he was on a real popular show. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't that. NCIS. It was something else. Well, he's been on NCIS for like seven years now. No, it was before that, I think. LL Cool J. Do you know who that is? He's on. Yeah, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. Very, very popular NCIS franchise. But my friend Barrett, we did Beats. Beats. Oh, people love Beats. You know who loved Beats? Aunt Liz. Oh, really? Oh, she always used to make them. I don't think I, I never tried them and I don't want to try. I just don't like the way they look. I know. I thought they were like a yellow orange color. No, they're red. They're purpley red. Yeah, like purple. Yeah, I know. I did not enjoy them. They're bitter, right? Aren't they bitter? They're bitter. And this particular kind, they're a, a brand that's already pre-packaged and made, and they're marinated in vinegar. And then I had another one that was marinated in honey ginger. Yeah, I don't think I would like that at all. Aunt Li- but Aunt Liz lived to be, what, 96? 96. So maybe we should eat beets. Maybe they're good for nah, us. Maybe they are, but I don't want to eat them. <laughs> you never even tried them? Nope. Nope. You won't even I might try. have tried them like on a fork, but I don't like them. I, I just don't. They have, I don't know. They're very bitter, I think. I guess you could make them different ways and they wouldn't be so bitter, but I still don't like them. In a salad, people like beet and goat cheese. I think Grandma Susie used to eat them too. I'm not sure. She lived to be 86. Yeah. I, I maybe they're very, very healthful. Maybe they are. <laughs> don't count on me <laughs> we're not going to be finding out i guess not through you or me because i didn't like them either i know they're I don't not like good them. but maybe if you cook them a certain way i don't even think aunt Rody likes them she likes everything yeah she seems to be the bar for exotic food eating she likes a lot a lot of different things and we're twins and we're like direct opposites well you're opposites in ev- almost every way wouldn't you i say? know she'll eat like she'll eat anything my my twin but what not other me. other ways do you think that you're opposite than my aunt Rody? um I, I think we have well we have the same mannerisms but i think we have like different personalities and yeah. um different ways of life because she never had any children and is she afraid of anything is she afraid of dogs or flying or no anything? no 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 because you're afraid of all those things I'm afraid of everything. 
No, she's not afraid of no. She's not afraid to fly, or she's not afraid of dogs. No. You'd think she would travel more since she's not afraid. I know, but well, now I don't think it's really the time to travel. But you have the vaccine. What are you gonna? You still have to wear a mask, social distance, wash your hands, be very careful. But you but have the vaccine. The vaccine. I know. It's just hard. Well, it's just hard well, after you've been locked up for a year. Lo- you sound like a, one of the ladies from Orange is the New Black who got out of prison after you've been well, locked up for a year. It's the truth. You know, you've been in your house in just minimal places for a year. No, I know. It's it is it's scary to go. Wait till you go to ShopRite for the first time. I know. You have to report back and tell us what it's like to seal people. Oh, I'll be so happy. Yeah. I'll be going up and down every aisle, which when I used to go with daddy, of course, I wasn't allowed to go up and down every aisle and take my time. I just had to get what I wanted. Yeah, I know. It was more like supermarket sweep, right? You had to run yeah, in. that's right. Grab it and run out. You go this way. He went one way. I went the other end. Good. That's very, I'm so glad you were smart because when it first started, I was very worried because you're both 75 you both have underlying conditions. And if you got COVID, you probably wouldn't have made it. Oh, no, probably not. Yeah. So it's but very we're still scary. very care. We're still very careful. You still have to be careful. Right. And and the thing is, too, you, you, you got to take it one step at a time because, you know, you've been in so long and everything. Just don't, like, go crazy. Yeah, don't go crazy. I think that's good advice. Thank you, son. So beets, yeah, I don't know. They weren't they weren't for me. Purpley. Do you like any other purple kind of stuff? No. Purple cabbage or what else is purple? Yeah, Rhodey loves red cabbage. Yeah, Rhodey loves red cabbage. No. <laughs> what else is purple? Um eggplant. Oh, you like uh, eggplant? You like I it. love eggplant, yeah. But you fry purple it. purple skin. Yeah, I fry it. Everything fried. You could put it in the oven, too. What's your cholesterol? No, my cholesterol's good. Wow. I don't know exactly what it is, but I never have high cholesterol. It's... I guess that, that kind of runs in your family. Yeah. Cholesterol. Because I think daddy's is high. You know, he takes medicine, but... Yeah, I'm surprised. You should get an air fryer. You ever hear of that? I know, yeah. Yeah, they're supposed to be really good. Yeah, why don't you get one of those? Well, maybe. Because then you could fry stuff, and I think it's a lot healthier, isn't it? Yeah, probably. You could try it. Yeah, they say, oh, people have them. They say they're excellent. Oh, maybe I'll send you an air fryer from the Baby no, podcast. You. No, thank you. When are you getting your mugs? You still have not ordered your merchandise. I know, I didn't order them. I keep on forgetting. Oh, I, I could, I, I get Oh, whatever. I'm just going to send you the mugs. No, 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 no. I could send you one. No, no, no. I want to, I'm going to order six. Six mugs? That's a lot. Well, two for me and daddy, two for Aunt Rody and Vic, and two, one for Mike and Risa. That's six. I think you should get a no thank you mask, cloth mask. No, I don't want it to say no thank you on it. But that's your phrase. I know, but people say, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> No, thank you. What should I have on a baby mouth instead? No, I don't think you should have anything on it. All right. Boy, you're not a fan of merchandise. No, not really. Well, not even shopping. I like people, everybody orders online and everything, but I want to see it, try it on, 
Well, you can't even try things on yet in stores. You know, you can't. Oh. There's no dressing rooms now. Oh no, they don't have dressing rooms yet. So, yeah. and I like to feel the material. And if you get it online, then it doesn't fit. You got to send it back, and just a hassle. I remember when I was a kid going shopping with you and Aunt Rhody, and oh you God, feeling every garment in the entire Macy's. I mean, you would take hours and hours. I would go and hide in the middle of the racks and scare people i know <laughs> and i would get in trouble remember you weren't so good i wasn't good I, you weren't that good i wasn't in the stores no what did i do run around crazy and high and then i didn't know where you were and oh, oh, yeah, i was yeah. so bored mm. how old do you think i was oh you were you were you were maybe four. Oh boy three four like that five i don't even know five but I know like three or four. Oh, you'd be feeling every shirt, every pair of pants, everything. Well, then we had to try it on. And then you'd come home every weekend. Didn't you buy no more clothes every weekend? No, no, we didn't go every weekend. We would, you should probably go when they have sales. Lord and Taylor. Lord and Taylor, that's closed now. Bloomingdale's. J.C. Penny, I remember we used to go to. Well, I went there maybe once or twice. Oh. Mostly Macy's. I remember the Willowbrook Mall, right? Yeah, yeah. And Palisades Park Mall. I never was there, but. They have that on the Sopranos all the time, you know, Palisades Park Mall. Oh, really? And he says, like, I'm going to, um, not pa uh, Paramus. I got to go to Paramus. Well, Paramus isn't the Palisades Park Mall. What is that, Willowbrook? No, Paramus is um, Garden State Plaza oh. or West, Westfield. That's the real big one. Garden State Plaza. Well, now it's called Westfield. You ever see any mafia people around Lynnhurst, like Tony Soprano walking around? Tony Soprano died. No, I know, <laughs> but I mean somebody that looked, they all look like they're in the mafia. I, no, I don't see. Well, I'm not usually home during the day. And if I'm home, I usually in the backyard on the deck or something. Yeah, but isn't there a lot of mafia in Lynnhurst? I don't think so. No, maybe we shouldn't talk nah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought like a couple people, didn't one of my teacher's sons get arrested for racketeering or something? And Well, that doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean they're in the mafia. I mean, racketeering, isn't that a mafia crime? I, I don't, don't even know, know what sure. racketeering means. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what's a racketeer. I don't know. Something illegal, that's for sure, yeah. but I don't know. But there's like bookies and illegal gambling and oh, stuff. Yes, I'm, oh, yes. Oh, that's in every town. You think? Of course. You think in Nebraska they have bookies and illegal gambling? Probably. I don't think so. I think that's a mafia-run business. So that doesn't mean it can't be in every town. Uh, mafia or not, I just I miss the pastries of Lindhurst, the Napoleons, yeah. the cannolis. Well, when you come, we'll have to get some. I know, but just got to be careful with the sugar. Oh, I know. Can only well, have you half. can have one. And the one. bagels, bagels. Bob's bagels on Ridge Road, they oh, are excellent. Bob's bagels. Oh, my God. They're like a piece of cake. They're delicious. And they're hot. Yeah, usually. Well, if they're not hot, we stick them in the microwave for a couple of seconds. <laughs> yeah, but they're like fluffy like cake. I know. They're good. And they're huge. There was just an article out. I think it was in the New York Times saying that now L.A. has better bagels than New York. 
Really? I don't believe, I can't believe, I mean, we have a wonderful bagel place here called Bell's Bagels in our, where we live in our neighborhood in Highland Park, Los Angeles. It's so good, but they're nothing like Bob's Bagels. Yeah, I know. They're good, but they're not Bob's. Yeah. I wonder, have you ever met Bob? Is there an actual Bob? No, I guess, yeah, but I don't know who he is. I don't, I was in that store maybe once. (laughs) Daddy always goes. Yeah, I love that bagels. And I love the Italian food and I love the, the desserts, the pastries. And even for my birthdays as a kid, remember you would get the cannoli filling in the cake. Yeah, yeah. That's so Italian. I mean, who the hell, they don't do that all over the country, do they? Cannoli filling? I don't know. I know we do it here and you could probably get it in other you know bakeries but i don't know about out there yeah that feels very italian new jersey to have cannoli filling Mm, chocolate chips (laughs) Mm, delish Mm, i know delish would you wear a mask that said delish on it no i don't want it no i Mm. just wear a plain mask how about a t you don't like t-shirts we've been through this you're not a t-shirt don't worry about it i'll get something i like oh boy (laughs) all right mom anything tonight happening no nothing no no nothing's happening tonight hgtv oh yeah maybe later i have to watch my story general hospital and young and restless yeah and that's it that's it all right tomorrow have a good night have a good night Okay, bye, son. Stay safe. The Baby Mouth theme song is performed by me and was written by me and Jesse Vargas. Jesse also orchestrated, recorded, and mixed the song. The Baby Mouth artwork was created by Tim Quartier. You can follow the Baby Mouth podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Baby Mouth Pod. Tell me about your own personal food nightmare. Have you ever been forced to eat something horrible at a fancy party or on a first date? Is there a food you're afraid to try? I want to know all about your scary food experiences. Email me at babymouthpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to listen and subscribe to Baby Mouth wherever you get your podcasts. And please, don't forget to leave a review. I'm